Welcome to Kia Says Some Shit Podcast, a place we'll be discussing all things in life, according to me. I'm yours, Ken. I definitely got some shit to say. I want to give a quick disclaimer. I'm not a medical health professional. I'm not here to bully, chastise, or judge. Okay, maybe judge a little bit. But I'm just a woman with a podcast with some shit to say, and I thought maybe you want to hear it, so here you go. Today, I want to discuss living in the moment. But before I start, I want to talk about the realness of time. Time isn't this tangible item. It's not something that can be held or caressed. Time is a human concept. See, the watch on your wrist and the clock on the wall means nothing to Mother Nature. To Mother Nature, maybe time is just a life of one evolving moment. Time is a metric we use as a reference point from organizing our lives and documenting historical events. You know, that dash between birth and death. According to a theoretical physics, Carlo Ravelli, time is an illusion. Our naive perception of its flow doesn't correspond to physical reality. The only true reference point we have to this moment in time and to this thing we call existence is a feeling of presence, of being here in this flesh. The concept of time deludes us into concern concerning ourselves with its passing moments and its impending arrival. This stops us from enjoying the presence we should be feeling. See, we are duped into remaining in one or one of two states to be exact. So the first state is dwelling in the past, you know, mulling over what has happened. The second is waiting and constantly anticipating what is to come. See, we all unavoidably fall victim to time to some degree because it has become the acceptable state of norm in society. And for this reason, it's important that we understand that it's not to be present, it's to be torn between two worlds, the past and the future. To constantly reside in a state prevents us from enjoying and finding happiness in the now. Eleanor Roosevelt said, the purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experiences. See, being someone that travels a lot, I've noticed more and more my disconnect from technology. I no longer have to document every meal, every drink, every hookah session, every moment. And the ones that I do decide to capture are definitely shifted and way before I decide to share them with the world. I take photos of moments I don't want to forget and scenes that open me up to the situation that surrounded that moment. The thing is because I travel maybe more than a good number of my childhood friends, associates, adults I come in contact with. They are the ones who want the pictures. They want me to document it so they can perhaps get a glimpse, you know, live vicariously through me, through the images. But the thing is, they aren't there with me. They won't understand how excited I was to see the sun shine off a copper-colored skin in Nigeria. Or how it felt to walk the corridors of Split and geek out over the streets that are now tourist attractions because they were in the show Game of Thrones. 
or the taste of port wine on my tongue while looking over the water in Portugal or, or how it feels to get lost and found in the Latin quarters of Paris or the taste of escargot in the Champs de Lisée, the wind whipping through my hair when a cannon ran in the Pacific Ocean. Those moments will never be duplicated and can only be expressed through my own interpretation. And unless you have your own film crew or series, no one else is going to get it. So put your phone down and live a bit. Bill Watterson says, We're so busy watching out for what's just ahead of us that we don't take time to enjoy where we are. See, too often we are caught up in the thoughts of the future or the past to live in this moment. We get hung up with our likes or dislike ratio that we forget that life is happening like right now. With our noses buried in our phones, television, social media, gaming, we are allowing life and creativity and existence to just pass us by. Most of us are not fully aware of how our environment and social norms influence our thinking and behavior. When it comes to being present people and institutions and things and places and nouns and verbs and whatever are constantly competing for our attention. The media draws our attention to the past, and the advertisers draw our attention to the future. Many people around us who dwell on the past or in the future try to draw us to their way of thinking. Even the whole concept of American Dream is geared towards the future. It tells us that if we require these things like a good career, a family, and a house, then we'll be happy which does nothing to help us learn how to be present because we're constantly needing to get the bag. We're constantly trying to secure the bag. We're constantly trying to find the other bag that we don't see the bag that we're holding. Buddha says the secret of health for both mind and body is not to mourn the past or worry about the future or anticipate troubles, but to live in the present moment wisely and earnestly. Now we're going to quickly turn talk about past, me living in the past. 2019 was a very good year for me. See, I decided I was going to go travel more than I usually have previous years, and I brought the year in with a dive off the coast of Tanzania, and swam with dolphins in the Indian Ocean. I visit Lisbon and Porto, Portugal, and Bali, Indonesia. And I experienced the Day of the Dead in Mexico City. And then I ended the year in Tokyo. I took limited photos of things because I wanted to enjoy them. I didn't want to take those influencer-type flicks. You know, the girl leading her bow by the hand who's hiding behind a camera or the wind seeping under a full skirt as birds fly overhead, trays of food floating in the pool overlooking a far-off mountain. I didn't want to take photos like that. Instead of I took photos and pictures of clothes hanging over doorways and old couples helping each other down narrow passageways, smiles through mirrors of some of my favorite individuals while we were belting our arms wide open by Creed. See, those moments were moments I wanted to keep and I wanted to share and I wanted to take me back if I wanted to go to the past. 
as memorable as those vacations and those trips and experiences were, there is one moment that definitely stands out in 2019. See, I was in a standing-only section of a concert, three people away from the gate that separated the fans from the stage. He was performing, Lenny Kravitz, in Nashville. And at this time, he was performing an amazing mashup of his hit, American Woman and Bob Marley's Get Up, Stand Up. After an amazing performance with his horn section, he stood in front of the stage. Now, everyone around me was watching the show through their phones, and so was I. I was living through my phone and not living in the moment. And as he looked out into the audience, he requested that everyone put their phones away, put them up. This moment is never going to happen again. You'll never experience this moment. To live in the moment, to connect, to be present. That moment stood out to me because he was right. How can you engage and fully open yourself up to the the right now, the right here, when you are in a way distracting yourself? Like, do you know how freeing it is to not have a piece of technology glued to your hand? Able to feel air pass over the webbing between each digit? No distractions, just you and the present. Now, my dress wasn't one of those awesome ones that has pockets because we all know ladies love pockets on dresses. But I was thankful that I had a fanny pack because after I tucked that phone away, I truly was connected to every minute of that concert, every hiccup, every ad lib, every booty shake, every beat of sweat, every guitar rift. And only those that were in attendance will understand the way the arena hummed as we turned into some choir that... Every R&B performer seems to have at the Grammys, and we sung in unison, let's love rule. Who would have known that that would be my last concert for a while? See, 2020, I had plans. I wanted to see Janet. I had bought tickets. I was going to see the Michael Jackson performance. And instead of seeing those things, I watched the concert tickets that I had previously purchased be refunded and borders close up. And the number of flights and lives decrease. And all I could do was begin to live in the moment. Because the future was unknown. And it was scary because I was face to face with the here and the now. I could only appreciate what was face value and what was important at that moment. See, our routine and our habits is to be off in our head somewhere, mulling over negativities and struggles of the past or becoming anxious and fearful of what's ahead of the future. Seldom are we fully here, neutral, centered, seeing life with clarity and naked awareness. Seldom are we at a state that assists us in finding contentment and understanding in ourselves. See, we are so used to planning ahead and planning for the next thing and looking forward for the next and, you know, a form of escapism that we don't look at what's here. And when we do, we don't like it. We can't stomach it. We get uneasy because some of us don't like where we are. We don't like what we contributed to our situations, whether it be complacent or not. 
None of us want to be in an unpleasant situation or remember those of the past. They can bring up some of the most painful emotions. And I spoke about shadow work in the last episode. And this is when you deal with it. When you are living in the now. Because it all comes up. See, most people cope with painful emotions by escaping them. By doing whatever they can do to avoid them. To take their mind completely somewhere else. In another place, in another time where things are more pleasant. In other words, we avoid living in the present. Some people resort to sensory stimulations like food or alcohol or sex, which I tend to call immediate but short-lived gratifications. Others will consume substances that will dull their mind and keep them from thinking about unpleasant or stressful situations that present themselves. But it all just makes you realize that we are human. See, when you are faced with mortality, you realize that the only thing that matters is right now. Now, why do we need to live in the present? Well, number one, is good for your health. It reduces stress. It reduces anxiety because after it all, we aren't dwelling in the past and you aren't afraid of the future. So when you live in it now, we're lowering stress and it will aid in you avoiding many associated health consequences like high blood pressure and heart disease and obesity because we're living in it now, so we ain't trying to shove stuff in our face. Hmm. Studies also have shown that being present in the moment can also improve psychological well-being. Living in now also helps with relationships. I mean, have you ever been with someone who is physically present, but mentally millions of miles away? Faces pass, and I'm homebound. I'm sorry. (laughs) See, being with an unavailable person is a struggle. And building relationships with them is extremely difficult. How about being with someone who is fully present? Like, how great would that be? Being able to enjoy them because you get to connect on a deeper level. By living in a moment, you can do and be that person and do just that. Enjoy being with someone and it will make your relationship easier. See, a major benefit about this lockdown was appreciating connecting with loved ones, being able to have meaningful conversations that typically would have never seen the light of day because we are so used to the fullness of our day-to-day that we have surface-level chats with each other. When life has had you fighting against a current, the easiest thing to do is have shallow conversations to fill time and space with a loved one. We got to stop doing that. Ask those hard questions. Open up and be vulnerable. And feel safe enough to be vulnerable. Living in it now also helps with self-control. See, you will have greater control over your mind when you live in it here. Over your mind, over your body and emotions. 
Imagine how much better your life would be if it weren't at the mercy of a racing mind, of unpredictable emotions, of guessing what's going to happen next, of dwelling in what has already happened. You would certainly be more at peace and so much more happier. When you are constantly battling with with past emotions and stress and anxiety and fear and choosing to live in this moment, you are able to digest the situation, acknowledge your feelings, and remove them from it, accept the context of it, and make a rational, well-thought decision for the best outcome for you. Now, you might be like, well, how do we live in the moment? Well, you can start by removing unneeded possessions. Like, now we're all not minimalists, and that's fair, but remove items that associate with past memories that are negative. See, that frees you and allows you to stop living in the past. Once the past no longer has power, you can begin to live in the moment. To some people, that's called the glow up. They cut their hair off as a release of old energy and walking into the new or they lose weight or so forth or so have you. See me, I took off jewelry. Jewelry that was once gifted to me from an ex. Jewelry that I I looked at kind of as a link to my past. Year, years that I can't get back. A love that was lost. But it was also a kind of a barrier to me to not allow others in. And it wasn't until I removed that that I started to feel freer and started to work on me. Another way to live in the moment is to smile. Like wake up each day and realize that there are endless possibilities. Start each day with gratitude and a smile. And realize you are in control of your attitude every day. You might not be in control of situations that might occur, but you are definitely in control of how you respond to them. And be intentional when you smile and when you move through this world. Don't allow anyone else to have the power over you. Another way is to fully appreciate the moments of today. Soak in as much of today as you possibly can. Those conversations you've had, those smiles you shared, a hug, a text message, love, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the emotions, the triumphs, the sorrows, the fear, the pain. Appreciate it. Appreciate this moment. It's not going to happen again. This moment is See, life is fleeting. So you have to appreciate today. These are in our daily lives, but we often forget to take them in and truly appreciate everything. Another way to live in the present moment, to live in the now, is to forgive past hurts and past traumas. See, if you are harboring resentment towards another human or yourself because of a past hurt, Choose to forgive and move on. Now, again, I talked about shadow work in the last episode. And shadow work is not easy. It is painful. It's acknowledging. It's accepting. It's not dwelling. 
It is healing. It is the ghetto. But at the same time, it to be a whole person, you have to work your way through that. The harm was not your fault, but take responsibility for your part. Don't allow it to impact your mood today. Don't let it, don't allow it to pack any your mood any day. You deal with it, and then you move on. Let go and choose to be present in the moment instead. There's nothing wrong with feeling the way you feel. You should feel it. There's nothing wrong with living in your truth. You should live in your truth. There's nothing wrong with forgiving, but not forgetting. There's nothing wrong with with forgiving and cutting off. There's nothing wrong with that, but move on because dwelling is not doing anything for you. And if you don't love what you are doing, do what you love. If you just survive the work we constantly waiting for the next weekend to get here, you are wasting at least 71% of your life. There are two solutions. You can find a new job that you actually enjoy. You can find something that you appreciate about your, your current career. Or you can start doing something on the side that you love. Now, I, outside of a podcast, I mean, I have a job that fulfills necessary needs. It also helps me travel and see the world. But I am a very creative person. And I had stopped my creativity because I was so wrapped up in the day-to-day. I was not even enjoying my day, but I was wrapped up and I have bills that need to be paid and I'm planning this trip that's a couple months off or I'm planning a trip that's a couple weeks off and I need to do this and I need to do that. And I felt like a potted plant whose roots were suffocating. I was miserable. I was depressed. I was so unhappy. And it wasn't until I wrote down things that I loved about myself before life happened and things that I enjoyed doing that were freeing. Because to me, happiness was freedom. That's to me, that's what it is. And being present in a way is definitely freedom because you are not wrapped up in the past, and you're not wound up from the future. You are living that moment. That's one of my favorite things to do is dancing. And when you are dancing, you get lost in the moment. You're, you know the next move. Your body automatically goes there. But you are there for the ride. And that's what living in the moment is, is being there for the ride. And enjoying it. Another way to live in the moment is dream about the future, but work hard today. Yeah, we can dream big and we can set goals and we could want that bag and look for that bag and and work to that bag. But we need to work hard today. And working hard today is always the first steps toward realizing your dreams tomorrow. 
but allow dreaming about tomorrow to be replaced with living in the moment. Dream about the future is only productive when you combine it with actions that you're taking right now. And again, don't dwell on past accomplishments. Yes, you should appreciate them, but dwelling on them is not necessary. Appreciate your accomplishments today, not the ones from last week, but you appreciate them then. Appreciate them as you go along. Each step is an accomplishment on the staircase to your dreams, on the staircase of being present. Appreciate each step. Appreciate each milestone. But don't keep looking back. Look forward. Look at the step that you're on. See, there is still plenty of time to build upon past successes and create more memories and achievements for future you. In the future, you'll be cherishing the memories of today. But you'll be cherishing the success and accomplishments of that day. And then again, stop worrying. Yes, you can't fully appreciate today if you are up your own butt worrying about tomorrow. Realize that tomorrow is going to happen, whether you worry about it or not. And since Wary has never accomplished anything for anybody. Redirect your mental energy and send it elsewhere. Think beyond old solutions to problems, especially if they didn't work. See, in our world, there's constant change. And change is so fast that most of yesterday's solutions are no longer the right solutions today. Don't get locked into a, but that's how we used to do it, or it used to fit, or that's how it's supposed to be, or mentality. See, yesterday's solutions are not today's solutions, and they are certainly not tomorrow's solutions. Choosing to live in the past or the future not only robs you of enjoyment of today, but also robs you of truly living. The only important moment is this present moment. Live today, not yesterday, not tomorrow, just today. Inhabit your moments. Don't rent them out to tomorrow. Do you know what you're doing when you spend a moment wondering how things are going to turn out. You're cheating yourself out of today. See, today is calling you, trying to get your attention, but you're stuck on tomorrow. And today trickles away like water down age rain. You're going to wake up the next morning and today is going to be wasted and gone forever. It's now yesterday. Some of those moments may have had wonderful things in store for you. But now you'll never know. That was written by Jerry Spinelli. A book called Love Star Girl. Anyway, thank you for listening in every Wednesday. You can find me at Kia Said Some Shit on Instagram where you can leave questions comments concerns or if you have a topic you'd like me to discuss on the upcoming episode drop it in my dms see you guys next week